This is a podcast from Rover. Well, Treasury figures show drought has cost the country a whopping $5 billion in lost agricultural production over the past 15 years. And now two Niwa meteorologists have developed a drought forecasting tool to predict weather patterns much further ahead and in far greater detail. Sounds like this will be very helpful. Uh, ben Noel is one of them, and he joins us now. G'day, Ben. How are you? Uh, Kia ora. I'm doing well. Um, I'm glad that we're not dealing with uh, uh, an imminent drought here in, in the North Island, although it's turning pretty dry down south. Yeah, we have heard that from our executive producer, Dom George, who sunned himself down near Wanaka. For, he, he said it's around parts of there, uh, that sort of inland Otago and, and things, uh, they're getting a bit dry there. Hey, look, this, this, this sounds like such a great development, forecasting, the drought forecasting tool. Can you tell us how, how that works? Yeah, so the NIWA drought forecasting tool, um, it's been a collaboration with the Ministry for Primary Industries over the last couple of years. Now, in 2017, we launched something called the New Zealand Drought Index, the NZDI, and that's a real-time monitor of drought conditions. So looking at the past, things like rainfall, soil moisture, evapotranspiration, and explicitly understanding how dry or droughty things are across the country. Hmm. And that's available if you went to a search engine and type NZDI, you'd be able to find it. But part of that work identified the need to create a climate early warning system for predicting these drought events. And over the last couple of years, I've worked alongside uh, my colleagues Tristan Myers and Nilesh Rampal, some really bright uh, minds here, and we've come up with uh, an explicit drought prediction. And it's not just kind of novel uh, on a New Zealand scale, but I think internationally, it's kind of a a one of a kind. So we're really excited to be rolling that out now uh, here in in summer uh, 2023. Fantastic. Uh, Well, I'm a farmer, we are farmers, and we've had some whopping droughts in the past, Um, you know, been feeding out every day, looking at the parched dirt, basically, that was all we had. Um, Certainly not in a drought right now. Um, We have so much feed that we're thinking about buying more stock, which would normally be unheard of on the east coast of the North Island at this time of the year for us. But um, I certainly think that anything that could help us um, to have a bit more certainty or to have knowledge um, of the conditions and what's going to happen is is a good thing because knowledge is is power and it helps you to make can help you to make earlier decisions uh, or better decisions and I see that you guys have used this bridge analogy to describe how this tool could impact on farmers can you explain a, a bit more about what you mean by that yeah, so, you know, this tool, unlike your traditional kind of weather apps that we all may have on our phones and we could look at, you know, maybe multiple times a day, goes out maybe seven, seven or ten days into the future. This tool looks at the forecast over the next 35 days. So it's going to give you kind of a, a longer bridge, if you will, uh, to understand what is kind of is coming down, coming down the road. So um, we're leveraging a model that is run once a day in the U.S. by NOAA. And what we do is we take the NOAA data, which is kind of coarse, um, a coarse global model, maybe 50 kilometer resolution. So not nearly enough to capture uh, the, you know, uh, complex terrain here of Aotearoa, New Zealand. And we downscale that model to five kilometers uh, using uh, some pretty fancy techniques, machine and deep learning. I'll spare you kind of the, the details behind that to Uh, give you kind of an overview of of what may come over the next five weeks. And the tool is live on the web. web. Anyone can go. It's uh, shiny.niwa.co.nz slash drought 
dash forecast. That's a bit of a mouthful, but if you were to search uh, uh, drought prediction, well, you probably stumble upon it. And uh, yeah, what it does is it gives you kind of a week by week breakdown over the next 35 days as to uh, what parts of the country might be seeing abnormally dry conditions or drought. Uh, and it also predicts rainfall. So we know actually if heavy rain is coming to a particular part of the country. Uh, so it's kind of this new uh, tool, you know, to fill in the gap between, you know, weather forecasting the next couple of days and what we call seasonal forecasting the next couple of months. This is called a sub-seasonal forecast. And it's, uh, you know, something that we've, uh, by working with end users like farmers, the ag sector and MPI, I think it's really going to, um, you know, make, make a big impact because it is a kind of a time scale that we, you know, can all grasp, you know, what's happening this week, what's happening next week. Um, and we can make decisions upon, upon this, you know, new information. Great stuff. Uh, really progressive stuff. And, uh, you know, as, as the figure said there, Ben, $5 billion. I mean, it's not chump change, is it? Lost in over the last past 15 years to drought. I mean, It'd be good to get a, a slice of that back or prevent that going down the gurgler, so to speak, uh, with the management, I guess, that, that, that this provi- management opportunity that this provides to farmers. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and, you know, you think of that drought in 2019, 2020, and we know that's going to come again, you know, whether that's next summer or five, ten summers down the line, th- th- there's going to be a repeat. And by having something like this, we're just giving ourselves a better a fighting chance, a better chance yeah. to be more prepared than ever before. And um, I, I, I say, you know, that for that reason alone, it'll be worth its weight in gold. But when, you know, when you think about kind of using that information to empower uh, your decisions by, say, coupling that information up with, say, a population data set, how many farmers are predicted to be impacted by drought in 35 days from now? Uh, you know, what do I need to do in terms of my stock? What are some of the decisions yeah. I can make on farm with spraying or not? Is it going to rain? Is it not? You know, and, and these types of things are exactly what this tool will enable us to do. Um, and I would say that this tool, in fact, is in a way going to be is going to be with us for you know the long haul. This is not just you know um, you know something that's going to be up for a summer and then we're going to take it down. And what I will say is the model actually is learning from patterns all the way back to the 1960s to present. And every drought event that the model sees actually uh, enables a better prediction into the future. And we can retrain the model to, to basically better predict those droughts as they come along. Of course, we don't hope for a drought or a flood, but actually that's what the model learns from. Um, so we've reached a, you know, a really a, a, a fascinating place now in science where kind of the physical science is being married with data science um, and things like artificial intelligence and our predictive capacities are just um, so much so much better than they ever ever were before so we're kind of um, at this really exciting interface now um, and, and again yeah it's all, it's all online and we want people to trial it out uh, we want to hear from you the good the bad and the ugly um, uh, you know so just just search you know NEWA drought forecasting and you'll come upon the site where you could uh, find me as well Ben Knoll and uh, send me an email and I'd be more more than happy to uh, to, to you know set you up with it well, there you go. That's great service for you. Ben Noel there, NEWA meteorologist, uh, one of the developers of this drought forecasting tool. News of sport coming up on the radio. And after the break, part two of Rick's, we're going to take another look into uh, the practices and uh, the Environmental Defence Society that is calling for a look into these practices. For uh, They want a formal commission of inquiry into the practices of forestry after the devastation on the East Coast. Chief Executive Gary Taylor will join us then here on Rex Real Exchange.